This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. What do you need to have in a space in order for it to feel like home? For me, it's certain smells. I need my incense, my candles, my soaps. What I'm getting at is that home isn't home until you've decorated it a certain way, embedded yourself in the community in a certain way, put yourself in it in a certain way. We've been spending some time on the show with Chicagoans speaking to the question, what is home? We heard from Jatesh Jugi, Erwin Lopez Rada, and Lola Wong, all folks who immigrated to the U.S. and are making lives for themselves in Chicago. Today, we're going to hear from two more people about how they've taken the place they stay and leveled it up to feel more like their home. Austin Cantu and his family have lived in Waukegan for a long time. He talks about how an abandoned arts park connected him to his father's roots and his community. So home for me has to do mostly with family, and it's not always just blood-related. Waukegan is my big home because... I have my blood relatives here, but then I also have this community that's become my family, whether it's through art relations, community relations, or just exploring different events. Home is just family for me. Me and my dad built a bigger relationship because he would tell me his stories about him growing up in Waukegan. And that's when it kind of started hitting me that we didn't have the same experience growing up. My grandparents, they immigrated to Waukegan in the 50s, and this is where they decided to settle and grow their family. So the Stearns building, it was a clothing store, there was a meat market, and there was apartments up above. In the 70s and 80s, they had started living in that building in a two-bedroom apartment with their 10 kids and their numerous different pets, birds, dogs. So I didn't really know too much history about that until... I started talking to my dad, and he would tell me how he'd go outside, sit on the curb, and watch the parade, or they would run around on top of the little courtyard of the apartment building, all the little kids, or they'd go play in the big snow piles behind the building during the blizzards. I had that connection because I felt like it was part of my family because they had so much history there. After they demolished Stearns, it was just an empty plot of land, which we have a lot of in Waukegan, and I wanted to make a plaza there for the artists during Art Walk, which is Waukegan's monthly art event in downtown Waukegan. So I wanted to make a plaza that had a stage and had spaces for young artists like me to come out that was easy for them and really accessible to set up their art, sell their art, and also just create community. But being in eighth grade, I didn't have much luck with knowing how to plan an event or a space like that and develop anything like that. So I kind of just got turned away right away. I saw the park across the street from the old Stearns building where my dad grew up. So it's kind of like I passed it every day, but I didn't really think about it. No one was really taking care of the property. 
And then my dad and I kind of just went for it. We came out here, pulled weeds, painted, put some mulch down, and my cousin actually came out and cut the grass for us. And this is really what brought us together. When I was younger, I wasn't too close with my dad. I was always closer with my mom. So doing all this different stuff, coming to events and doing landscape work with my dad, it was like really building our connection. And I just always wanted to learn more about his history, the family's history, and just learning more about what he thought about Waukegan. And now, seven years later, we get a lot of support, whether it's just donations or bands wanting to perform for free and experience the park or create a different event for the community. So that, that tells me that the space is starting to grow more than just growing me. It's growing the community and building these connections. I often live by um, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness, and you just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off and do the project. Um, and that's really how you get started. I'm still proud of what we do on a day-to-day -day basis because I know we're stepping into the, the right direction and I, I want more generations and more cultures to witness that here for our community. The art speaks to all and it's all generations. We're providing all different types of art. That was Austin Cantu, talking about home in Waukegan. Now for Marco Lopez, home looked more like being on the move, packing up his life into a box and going. I thought home was mobile. My mom loved to move and everything was temporary around her. So home was wherever she wanted it to be. So home was anywhere I wanted it to be, you know. But now that he has a partner and a daughter, he's ready to make something more permanent. Put down some roots here in Chicago. Yeah, um, I came to the U.S. when I was seven years old, like halfway through second grade. Aside from like living different places, I feel like I grew up the most. You know, I used grow up in like quotations. Became who I am today in Boston. But as far as, like, the journey, I just remember, like, you know, like, being here. Um, it was difficult not having family and stuff around. Um, it still is. But it's a very long journey. It hasn't ended yet. That's, that's the thing, too. So... <laughs> because I moved around so much in my childhood and in my adulthood, that's why I say everything's temporary, right? So I never decorated because I knew I was moving, whether it was a year, two years, or whatever. It didn't matter. So it's weird. Like, <laughs> there's, like, internet memes about, like, oh, a guy's apartment never has anything on the walls, and they just have, like, a mattress on the floor and whatever. Okay, mine wasn't like that. I always had a bed frame. But, like, the last apartment I have, and now this one, I am making it home. Like, Decorating your space to be more of you, whether it's like your personality, whether like you don't like this one wall, you want a different color like that makes it more home. You have to make you have to put yourself a little bit of yourself into the physical space around you. And that was new for me. I'm trying to figure that out. Like I recently figured that out like what, two, three years ago. Yeah, right before my daughter was born. 
And it was her being born that was like, you need to make this place yours. Having something semi-permanent for my daughter, some more, something more stable, because that's something that I want to provide for her. I want her to travel and experience, but I don't want to move her to a new school every year. So um, kind of her space, we're thinking we're gonna make her room right here in this corner. She's got a little bed and I want to decorate like this corner with her colors. Um, so we're either doing like the lilac or keeping it white, but getting like, she loves ducks. Like she has like rubber duckies. So I'm thinking like, like pictures of like rubber ducks, just putting them all over like that wall right there. I hope that Olivia interprets the word home kind of as a feeling. I want her to be comfortable. Like when you're home, you feel loved, right? You feel that warmth inside. That's what I want for her. I want her to have a sense of belonging. Oh, she's, just, she's just so great. Like I love our little family that we have. So this, this is home, yeah. They are home for me. That was Marco Lopez. And that's it for today. These stories were produced by Andrea Flores and Cynthia Salgado as part of the WBEZ and NPR Next Gen Radio Project. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. If you love the show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.